Welcome to Shocker Girl Radio. We've created a community of spiritual women who know that you can still enjoy the finer things while you're on your soul's journey to live your dharma and your most chakra-aligned life. Let's dive into this episode. Welcome to Shocker Girl Radio. I'm your host and spiritual BFF, Amberly Lyons, and we're on a mission to make the world more consciously chic and connected, one activated chakra at a time. Today, we have a lovely guest, Christina Rice. She is an intuitive business mentor, channel, manifestation expert, and she helps people raise their frequencies, tap into their intuition, and manifest abundance. Christina is the founder of A High 70 Energy Healing, and she has coached thousands of individuals in spiritual growth, business development, brain rewiring, and optimizing their wellness. She's also the host of the Christina, the channel podcast running five plus years. And I'm obsessed with all things channeling, all things Ascension right now. And I know that's something we've been talking about so much on the pod. We've manifested Christina coming here to talk about it with us today. Welcome, Christina. Thank you so much for having me. I always, I always sound so much cooler when people intro me. (laughs) Very cool. Um, What are you most excited about today, Christina? Well, I am super excited because tomorrow I have an attunement for a high 70 energy healing. So I've been prepping for that. And also because I'm going to go back home to the Bay area tomorrow night because my, my sister just had her baby. So I get to meet my, my niece. So I'm super excited. Congrats. (laughs) I always, I always joke. I'm like, yeah, I worked really hard for that. I worked really hard for that baby. (laughs) Having a sister isn't easy. So (laughs) I know that's true. That's a very true point. So yeah, I'm excited. What about you? Oh, okay. I'm really excited that this is like really cheesy, but like golf season is in full swing, pun intended. Um, but yeah, so I'm all about like, so, you know, we need to get into bliss energy. Right. And in the winter I was like, I have no hobbies, like other than like, you know, my rituals and, you know, things like that. I was going to take up skiing, but it's so cold. So Mm. I was like, what can I do? So yeah, I don't know. I, I really failed on the hobby situation other than like, drinking wine and eating delicious food. Like, <laughs> that was my hobby in the winter. But now I'm back into the swing of golf. And it's just, it's just so nice. Like you go out and you're like bliss state for three hours. It's amazing. I might have to get some tips for me because my boyfriend works in the golf industry and he's oh. been trying to get me to golf for a while, but I like, I don't, I don't think I could actually hit the ball. I feel like oh. I would just miss it. So, I mean, I still miss it sometimes. I'm not great at it, but, um, what I found was I just did three lessons. All I needed was mm. three lessons and I'm like, oh, okay, I can like play a decent round of golf now. Okay. I could do, I could do three lessons. Yeah. He really wants me to get into it and I'm open to it. It seems like a chill, a chill sport, which is good for me. It's meditative. It really is. Yeah. I like that. Okay. We're going to do a chakra shout out. I'm going to shout out, um, a past client of mine, actually. Her name is Chantelle Delaney and she makes jewelry and she created this one piece and I've been posting it on my stories a lot. It is, um, called the starburst and it literally looks like the ray, like rays of sunshine with like gold and diamonds. It's like, so Ooh, chic elegant. but pretty. I like use it as like a solar plexus reminder. So mm. every time I look at it, I'm like, okay, breathing energy into the solar plexus and just the little cues and little reminders I feel are very, and also gold is good for the solar plexus. So shouting out Chantelle Delaney, she actually has a coupon code for you guys too, chakra girl 25. So we'll link you guys in the show notes. Ooh, I love that. Yes. I, I just like, I feel like you need to treat yourself. Like I always think like, when is the last time that I've bought myself like a nice piece of jewelry? Like typically we wait for someone to buy it for us, but like, mm-hmm. no, like buy it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, who are you shouting out today? Well, actually I was going to say someone else, but that just reminded me, I'm, I think I'm going to shout out one of my clients and what she offers because she totally, so my client, Tiffany Gaines, she's epiphany with Tiffany on Instagram. Mm -hmm. She just, she's an energy stylist. So she literally just, I I, I've been working with her and we cleaned out my whole closet and then she does a whole energetic intake and she goes through like human design, astrology, like all of that. 
and then builds you like a style portfolio and then does all this personal shopping for you. So I totally redid my whole wardrobe and I just feel so much better. And I feel like I'm just going along with the jewelry theme, you know, but it's, yeah. it's so cool how you just put on a different outfit and you feel like a completely different person. So it's goddess embodiment. Like totally like, I say fashion is a spiritual practice for me. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. And I think I was very much lacking in that area. So uh, yeah, I feel like a whole new person. So I'm going to give Tiffany a shout out. Hey, I'll link you guys in the show notes. Cause that sounds really fucking cool. And also, yeah. I would love to see photos of all your new looks. Oh, I can, I can send you some pictures. Yeah. I love everything that she picked out. Yay. And so does she give you like different, like, you, do you get to choose like where she picks the clothes from? Or like, do you tell her like brands you like, or did you just like let her have at it? Yeah. She asked you, you follow this whole intake and then you have like a consultation and everything. So I, I told her brands I liked, but then she also introduced me to a lot of brands I hadn't heard of. So there's a good balance there. And I'm definitely not like a pro shopper. So I'm glad she, she brought me new brands, uh, and new places to shop. So she, she keeps in mind your budget and places where you like, and she looks at, you know, styles, you like styles, you don't, she gives you a Pinterest board. So you can kind of see that for inspiration. And then once you get all the clothes, she like shows you how to style it all together and how to mix and match everything. So what's her Instagram again? It's epiphany with Tiffany. You should totally reach out to her. I literally, I'm like literally looking (laughs) Yay. Love that. So let's get into our slumber party questions. What is your daily ritual or your morning ritual? My morning ritual. I, uh, I love hearing people's morning rituals. Um, <laughs> but I, I wake up and immediately I just get dressed and then I go on a walk and I have, there are like these like forest trails basically in my backyard. So I kind of just go on a forest trail walk every morning for, about 45 minutes and I'm either in silence talking to my guides or listening to something inspiring. So I go on that walk and then I come back. I make lemon water. I prep like a bunch of beverages because I drink so many beverages during the day and I like have them all prepped. I have like, I have like eight different cups with different things in them. And so I get all my drinks ready to go. Um, and then I, sit down in my little corner in my office. I pull cards for the day and then I channel for a bit and then I eat breakfast and then I get into work. Okay. What are these drinks you're drinking? Oh my gosh. I'm drinking so many drinks. It's so funny because I was talking about this on a podcast yesterday and uh, the person I was talking to was dying laughing. She's like, how do you, why do you drink so many drinks? (laughs) Well, I'm just like, I, I burn through a lot of energy, you know, like when you're a light worker, you're burning through a lot of energy. And so I need to be really hydrated, but I drink, let's see, what do I have? I drink a lot of Organifi. Do you drink Organifi? No, I'm obsessed with Organifi. I drink like all of, all of their drinks. I I drink their green juice in the morning, red juice in the afternoon. I drink their gold at night. It's like this like golden milk yumminess. Um, they have one that's kind of like hot chocolate cacao. Oh yeah. It's so good. Um, it's called harmony. And so I, I prep a couple Organifi drinks. I have, I have, uh, what is, what is in here? Oh, I have my, uh, coffee. I drink King coffee. Have you heard of it? Say it again. King coffee. King coffee. No, I haven't. King like queen and king like K I N G. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's so good. And so I'm not a coffee. I've, I was, I've never been a coffee person. I'm so sensitive to coffee. Yeah. Like I will be awake for five days if I drink a cup of coffee yeah. and it just doesn't go well, but I've always loved the taste, but I've never been a coffee person. I've never been a caffeine person. And then I heard all of my friends telling me about King coffee and how amazing it is. And one thing that I pay attention to a lot with coffee is mold because most coffees are really moldy and I, um, have been through mold illness. So I'm like very sensitive to that. Yeah. But with the King coffee, it has Ganoderma spores in there, which is basically it's the reishi mushroom, but not the, not the top part, not the fruiting body, um, all of the nerve networks underneath. Right. So it's like the really powerful form of reishi. And I had been hearing all of these people and a lot of my close friends were, were using it with their clients and all these people like healing their bodies through drinking King coffee. And it's funny because coming from 
the nutrition space because I first, you know, I worked for a while as a holistic nutritionist, like coffee is typically the thing that you always take out, like for any type of healing protocol. Right. And one of the things, but I could, I just couldn't deny all these testimonials. So I started drinking it and I just feel so amazing on it. I don't get, I don't have any type of addiction. Like I, I went off last month and I didn't have any type of withdrawals from it. I can drink it in the evening and I literally don't get jitters. Mm-hmm. So I just noticed, like, I just feel so much better and it's helped a lot with reducing inflammation and my digestion. And, um, yeah, I just, I love it. it and it's, it comes in packets. I don't so have a coffee actual, maker. Is there actual like caffeine in it? There is caffeine, but it's like the ratio in it balances mm-hmm. it out. Gotcha. In some weird way that I honestly don't understand. <laughs> I need to try that. I'm not like a huge coffee gal either. I'll have like a tiny coffee, like half, like pint size, like yeah. coffee. Um, and I've like intuitively just felt like even that, like I lo- that, that's the thing. It's like, I love the taste, but I want to switch something else. So I'm going to check it out. We'll link you. We will find it as well. And we'll link you guys in the show notes. Yeah. What is your favorite crystal of the moment? My favorite crystal of the moment. Okay. Well, I have to say, I just bought this epic crystal ball. <laughs> it's pretty big, it. it's pretty sizable. Um, I was in Ohio like two weeks ago for a weekend trip and found this really cute little crystal shop. And I just saw this crystal ball and it was calling to me, but it's clear quartz. Um, and I'm obsessed with, I'm just obsessed with it. It's so powerful. But I would say other than that, pyrite. I have so much pyrite all around me. Mm, good one. Love, love a protection. Yeah. Okay. Who's your favorite Kardashian? Oh man. All right. Well, this might be an unpopular answer, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not a Kardashian person. <laughs> I pay limited attention, but I would say of what I've seen, Chloe. Yes. Love her. That's what I'm going to say. I'm not, I'm not, I've never been a Kardashian person. It's like, I was always a real housewives person. Oh, okay. Now we're talking. Who's your housewife? (laughs) Oh my gosh. My favorite, honestly, probably Tamara. Oh my gosh, Tamara. (laughs) (laughs) I, I just, I just feel like she's like, even when she causes drama, I still like it. Like, I just, oh, I just, she's so entertaining. Like, yeah. she's like, it's like bubbly personality. I'm watching, I'm like rewatching OC right now. And I'm on like mm. season six or something where she like just met Eddie and it's like, so oh my fun. God, I love it. Yeah. She's like one of the more consistent ones that, yeah. I mean, I guess, I mean, before that I'll say Yolanda, Yolanda for oh, sure. Yeah. Classy. She was just always so classy and great, but I feel like just in terms of consistency overall, like she's been there for so long. Like, yeah, Tamara is a solid one. She's a solid one. Okay. Love it. So I know you're an Aries. What are your moon and your rising? I am in yeah. Aries sun, Gemini moon and Taurus rising. Mm. Okay. I love this. I feel like I, I can feel this from you and I love it. Well, I'm an air sign as well. So I get along really well with like what are you? Gemini vibes. I'm an Aquarius sun, Leo rising, Sag moon. Okay. I love that. Yes. What do you resonate most with of all of them? Oh, I honestly, all of them. Like it's yeah. kind of crazy. Um, I definitely think Aquarius because I have like a lot of opinions. <laughs> so, <laughs> they call us like the humanitarians that hate people. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Um, I love it. And then also the Leo, because I like to be just like bubbly and like high vibe and like putting myself out there. And then the Sag, I'm also just like a bit of a rager. So yeah. I love that. I love that. What one do you resonate with most in yourself? Probably Aries. Yeah. Yeah. Probably Aries. I mean, a lot of Gemini too. The least is actually Taurus, which maybe I'll grow into. Well, I feel like for me, whenever I think of Aries and Taurus, and again, I'm not an expert, I, I do see like similarities in the two signs. Like they're very hard workers. Like, you know, yeah. I feel like, and obviously you've created so much success in your life. So I feel like it, it <laughs> checks out in that regard. Well, it's interesting because my, my friend's a Taurus. And so I think it's very interesting to see how we like clash. And I, I was actually on social media, I saw someone, an astrologer was posting about how Aries like Aries combined with all of the different, uh, signs like as a match. And it was like Aries and Taurus. This is, this is not going to work. 
<laughs> I'm like, we'll see. What is, what is your partner's? He, my husband is a Sagittarius son when he does okay. not act Sagittarius at all. He, okay. So we don't know his rising because we don't know his exact birth sign, but I think it's Libra mm. and like his mom gave us like three different times. And like, <laughs> I think the, like one of them was Libra and made the most sense because he's so even keeled. It's crazy. And he's a Sag moon as well. So he's like, he, he's like so much fire, but he's like the least fiery person. I know he's like, so like grounded and balanced. So interesting. So yeah. What about you? Are you coupled up? Yeah. Yeah. My boyfriend's the Taurus. Oh, okay. He, oh, oh, your boyfriend. I thought you said your best friend. Oh, no, my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. My boyfriend's the Taurus. Oh, oh my gosh. That is hilarious. I feel like those, those things don't those things just like, don't work. Like they, it's just too vague. Like, yeah. It like, is. Kind of like oh, yeah. But I mean, that being said, I know I can't with a Scorpio. Just kidding. <laughs> I mean, that's true. I feel like it's easier to be like, there's certain signs, maybe not, not at all, yeah. Yeah. but uh, I love I it. On Scorpios. Um, but I do love them. I have many friends that are Scorpios <laughs> also like they're like secretive feelings like scare me as my Aquarius my mom's a Scorpio so yeah. <laughs> I feel like I have I have trauma yeah Scorpio I have Scorpio trauma too oh so funny okay so I want to talk about you and all the amazing work that you're doing as the Aries goddess that you are so when did you have your spiritual awakening and when did you make this your life's work yeah oh man I mean my spiritual awakening was kind of over a period of time and it was the classic, I was very intuitive as a kid and then kind of just turned it off um, because it was overwhelming and I was seeing really scary things and too much. And I didn't want to be the weird one and all that. So then it was quote unquote off or just showing up in ways that I didn't recognize for a long time. And it didn't really turn back on until, oh man, maybe like 2017, I'll say like a little bit 2016 and then 2017, it was more so. Um, Mm -hmm. and then really intensely like by 2018, it was at that time that I was kind of just exploring the spiritual world a bit more. I was working for a blogger, a wellness blogger. You probably know her in, in who is in LA and she's very into spirituality and that all very much like opened me up to it. And a lot of this I thought was totally crazy like before then, but you know, seeing her interested in it and seeing it from that lens just made me more open. I'm pretty, I'm pretty much open to anything. Like I'm a very open person and I really started to like it. And then I, you know, for, for about five years, I was just going up and down with chronic illness and feeling better and then getting way worse. And I hit a point with my health where I was like, I will try literally anything. And my functional medicine doctor at the time uh, recommended I go see this psychic in LA. And so I went to see her and it was like the most transformational session ever. It was 90 minutes. And she was like, legit, like real deal psychic, you know? So I'm, I'm lucky that my first psychic was real deal. Uh, (laughs) she was like really hard to get in with, but I somehow like got an appointment pretty quickly. And every single thing she said, like, she just, I didn't even, I barely said a word. She just talked to me for 90 minutes and every single thing she said came true. It was wild. It was so, it was so great. And she told me, she was like, you know, you're going to do this. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> Just like, you know, you're going to do something like this. And I was like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> you know? And, um, so that was a big turning point. And then, And then shortly after I had a dream that I should study Reiki. And so I just started following it and I ended up, uh, getting trained in Reiki and that really opened up a lot for me. And then after I started, um, you know, after I was attuned to Reiki and started working with clients in that capacity, it was just like, the more I was doing it, the more things were opening. I worked with a couple of spiritual mentors who helped me just like control my gifts and, you know, with boundaries and protection and all of that, um, and continued to grow. And then in uh, like late 2019 is when, you know, I had been working as an energy healer and doing intuitive work. And this was kind of like all on the side because during this time I was working as a holistic nutritionist, but I was incorporating all of that work in with my clients to help them heal. Mm. And then like late 2019 is when I started just kind of falling into trance channeling. And I, my channeling was just kind of like upgraded to a different level. And these beings started speaking through me. Then it was kind of like after that, 
it became such a big part of my life that I couldn't ignore it. Mm -hmm. And so I started doing more business coaching because nutrition just like wasn't resonating with me and then doing a lot more intuitive work. And that was kind of my main, those were kind of my main focus. And then not very long after, well, I guess it was, it was like a year or two later. Um, that's when I downloaded a high, which is seventh dimensional healing. And so it was like an upgrade of my energy healing. And after that, I realized I needed to be focusing a lot more on training other healers. And that's kind of like how it all, how it all opened up to the overview. Okay. And you're like super young when all of this happened, right? Yeah. I mean, I just turned 26 and I got, I mean, I started getting into all of this, like when things that, when I first saw that, that one psychic, I was 20, 21, 20, 20, 21. Yeah. So wild. Okay. I love this. So I love that you touched on like this seven D um, we talk a lot about like 3D to 5D, 5D transformation. Actually, let's start there. I just love hearing people, how people explain it to mm. their communities. Like, how do you explain like 3D to 5D ascension? And then I also want to know about like 70, 90, all the other ones. Yeah. So, okay. 3D to 5D. Here, Here's my thing. And it's kind of annoying for people, but I feel like I personally feel like language is super limiting. And for me, when I'm tuning into things, it's like just so based on the vibration. And the thing with like talking about 3D to 5D consciousness is I think it's helpful for, for people to understand because it's allowing us to understand these concepts and like fitting them into a construct that makes sense. But I also feel like 5D is really like limiting, you know, when most people who are quote unquote in 5D, like are just are also much, are much more expanded than that. And I don't want people to feel like, oh, I'm either 3d or I'm 5d. And what I see a lot is like people being like, oh, you're so 3d. And it's like, well, really we're multidimensional. Right. And like, I can have a 3d moment and a 5d moment. Like, and what does it really mean to be multidimensional? Like I can be in multiple frequencies at once and raise my frequency. And so I just want to preface with that. Cause I kind of <laughs> some feelings around that of like, oh, I love that. And I totally agree. Like, it's like we bounce back and forth between everything all the yeah. time. And obviously we want to be in a higher state of consciousness as often as possible. But then if we're like shaving ourselves for having a 3d, a 3d thought or like a 4d rabbit hole moment, like, yeah, you know, then it's like, it's like the whole concept of ascending consciousness is not labeling things. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and <laughs> exactly. And that's why I'm like, when people are like, Oh, they're in 3d and it's like, I'll joke about it, but like, really yeah. it's like, well, you're not really in 5d if you're talking if you're shit judging. about, exactly. yeah, <laughs> I always think that like, if I'm judging someone for being in 3d, then I'm in 3d too. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And like, that's okay. Right. But it's just yeah. like, it's not like one is better than the other. If so, like then you're in 3d. So, you know, and it's all just choice. That's fine. And I think also it's important for people to understand the difference between when we're talking about levels of consciousness versus like being in a dimension of like, what is the form that something takes, right? Like if, if I'm in this 3d, like the density to all of these objects versus, versus a six dimensional being can have a form, but it's not going to be dense or solid. Like those are two different conversations that I think people kind of like overlap. So, but with, with 3d versus 5d consciousness, the way I explain it, let's keep it very simple. And I think of 3d as more fear-based and very much like this or that better than worse than like very polarizing binary one or the other hierarchy. And then I think of 5d as being in unconditional love, unconditional forgiveness, openness, like total compassion, and there isn't hierarchy anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think an easy way to think about, about it is like, am I coming from fear or am I coming from love? I think for a lot of things that it can be, that can be helpful people to ask themselves. And then you have 40 where you're like in that questioning state, you know? And I think that, well, 3d 45d it's, it's like describing the process that a lot of people just naturally take in, in real personal development, not bullshit, personal development, like real personal development, you know? So it's like expanding your consciousness, 
you know, what I refer to as rewiring your brain, but people do that without even realizing they do it. Um, but really just doing that like deeper work and like getting out of that fear-based mindset and just those low frequencies when you're vibrating with love all the time from love all the time, like you're going to be mostly in 5d. And at the same time, it's okay if you have a 3d day or 4d, like it's part of, I think part of the gift is, is that we have is like realizing that we can be many things and maybe there's value in experiencing all of them rather than just picking one and staying there. Yeah. Okay. So let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional. And that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no, it's not that hippy dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz and every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant and I get so many compliments on it. It's called the Sunray necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows. And we have an entire fifth dimension 5D consciousness collection if you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal, who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes, one of my business partners is one of The Real Housewives. And I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself. Get something chic. Don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes. A discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. Love that. Love that. Okay. So let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional. And that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no It's not that hippy dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz and every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant and I get so many compliments on it. It's called the Sunray necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows. And we have an entire fifth dimension 5D consciousness collection if you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal, who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes, one of my business partners is one of The Real Housewives. And I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself. Get something chic. Don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes. A discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. And so tell us about this 70, a high energy feeling and how that came to be. I know you mentioned like you channeled it. Like, what is that? Can you explain? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, with everything that's happening in the world, there are going to be a lot of new technologies that, that come through. And I think a lot of that's going to be in a more energetic format, but also just in the way we run things in our world as we shift. Mm -hmm. And one of those modalities is a high to me. And, you know, what I know that I experienced and a lot of my clients and uh, friends have experienced as well as 
that some of these old energy healing modalities just weren't as effective anymore. And if you think of something like Reiki, sorry, it's really more rooted in 3d. It's like a lower frequency as we upgrade because we're upgrading physiologically, right. And vibrationally like that manifests physiologically as we upgrade that might not be as effective for certain people anymore. And so it started to feel like, you know, with certain energy healing, I'm like, I don't feel anything that it's not working anymore. And it needed to be upgraded. Um, I started receiving, and I really started to like realize that through my own experiences, because I energy healing was one of the most important techniques for me in my healing from chronic illness. And then I started receiving 5d healing, Rahani healing, and just noticed a big difference. And I was like, Whoa, I, I realized I'm like, I need a shot of like powerful energy. And that's when I'm starting to feel the difference because I've, I've adjusted through all this energy work mm-hmm. and with the high, it was on Lionsgate, uh, in 2020 portal. And I knew that like, I don't know, my, my guides were like, there's going to be big channeling session tonight. Like you need to block out like five hours for this. And I was like, okay. So I knew something was going to happen, you know? And so I went into channel that night and I was just surrounded by so many angels, high frequency, like galactic beings, interdimensional beings. And I was very high frequency and basically to sum it up, like they said, they, they put like, they sent me energy healing essentially and like upgraded my body and aligned me with this frequency. And they said, get out a pen and paper. Like we're going to write down, like write this down. Um, and they said, this is called a high healing. And I'm just like writing everything down. I don't know what the hell any of this means. Right. They're like, it works at the seventh dimensional frequency will help to facilitate miracles. This is needed technology and the great awakening to help people upgrade and activate. And also in their healing, um, it will help to reactivate dormant DNA. And, you know, they're just telling me all this stuff. Um, and how to use it. And it was just such a beautiful initiation. And I've, you know, in my spiritual journey, I've had, you know, many of those standout like nights where I get these big initiations and the guides come in. And that was probably one of the most profound. And so after that, they, and they, you know, they taught me certain symbols, different symbols and attuning to those and how to use them. And after that, I was just kind of in cosmic school every day where I would tune in and they would, uh, you know, teach me how to use it and kind of tell me what to do with it. And I started, uh, using that frequency with my clients. And so really a very simple way to think about it is like, it's really just a different frequency of energy. It's a higher frequency of energy. So for certain people, that's going to be much more helpful. And the cool thing about it is it, like activates itself. So essentially, since I've been using that, I've gone through more initiations where it's like, oh, now we're at 8D and now we're, we're going higher and higher, which is really cool. But I started using that frequency with a lot of my clients and they noticed a huge difference and things that before might've taken a couple months of sessions were, were shifting in one to two sessions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just seeing some really, really amazing things. I mean, and physical things too, where it's like, you know, I had, I had a couple clients. I had one who was going to go in for surgery for her wrist and another who was going to go in for surgery for her hip. And they were receiving the healing, like not even for physical, they, that wasn't even their goal for physical healing, but it was just part of what they got as working with me for as business clients. And they were like the next day, you know, both of them. And I remember cause it happened the same day, both of them the next day, they were like, Oh my God, it's, it's like healed. Like, I don't have any pain. It's totally, and neither of them had to get surgery. And so it was like instances like that, where I was like, holy shit, this is, <laughs> this is really powerful. Yeah. So I love it. yeah. And you know, it's, it's energy healing at a, at a, just at a higher frequency. Um, and a lot of people experience a lot more like astral traveling when they receive it. And I think where it's especially powerful is for, I mean, yes, for the healing, but for the upgrades and the activations, like that's a big, big reason why it came through at this time to help people upgrade their frequency and just align with, you know, where, where they want to be. And as we're moving through this great awakening, quote unquote, just upgrading our physical bodies to be in alignment mm-hmm. with where we're at in terms of level of consciousness and beyond. So yeah, it's, I, I love working with it. It's such a, such a powerful energy. It's a lot, it feels a lot more, um, like just like stronger, more potent, it's faster. So for, if people have experienced energy healing before they typically can notice the the quality difference. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of a different, a different frequency, oh, if that makes exciting. sense. Okay. I love that. So how can people experience that with you? 
Yeah. So I do every month I do small group healing circles, um, which is a great way to experience them. They're very small groups. And then I also give all the intuitive guidance, um, that goes along with what I pick up when I'm in there at the end, but then also I have a monthly membership. And if you are a member, it's called the channel collective. If you go to my website, you'll find it every month. I do just a big group healing. Um, so that's how a lot of people get the healing. And so it's like at a, you know, very discounted rate, (laughs) but those are the two main ways that you can get healing for me. I want to try it. Yeah. Yeah. We should do a session. My, my digestion needs some 70 high energy. Oh my God. Yeah. We can do a session. Okay. Fun. Yay. 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 Um, and I, you know what I love? I just love that nowadays there's so many like channeled forms of healing and Mm -hmm. before when we thought like, Oh, the only, like there's Reiki, there's Kundalini. And it was like, it was just so limited. And I think even myself, like I would download these symbols or download these, you know, this energy. And I would be like, Oh, but like, you know, this isn't as good as that. Like, you know, this isn't, but it's like, no, I just don't have as good of PR as these other. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like, now it's like, I think getting to a place of trusting our healing abilities, like, what does that look like for you? Like, what was your process and being like, okay, this is a thing. Yeah. I mean, it's such a good point. And I actually, I did a podcast about that because I think it's so prevalent. And I had a lot of clients who'd be like, oh my gosh, I just got activated to this like energy healing, or I feel like my guides just attuned me, but I haven't gotten like Reiki training or anything. And I'm like, look, you know, there are so many energy healers out there. They might not be the most popular ones on Instagram, but there are so many energy healers out there that, that haven't been attuned to Reiki or whatever other form that, you know, and they're very powerful, you know? like to me, a healer is a healer. As long as you're being responsible with it, I I do think that training is important, but I think it's helpful to work with somebody who, um, helps you nurture your own style. And I think that's where the, like the power lies. And I think about, you know, if all of us had a little bit more confidence to share what we are downloading and use that unique modality, how many more people would be healed and upgraded and activated? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Filling ourselves with it. It's like, it comes through and rather than being like, oh, I don't know, this is weird. Like sit with it. Like you, I like how you said um, that they sent it to you and then, you, and then they, you ask them how to use it. Like, I feel yeah. like that's what I know, even for myself, like I, and I actually, I want to like send you the pictures. I like downloaded <laughs> all these symbols too. And now I'm like, yeah, I don't know what to do with them. It'll come to me one day, but I'm like, I intentionally probably should ask what to do with them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, no, we can, I'll help you tune into that if you want. I love helping yeah. people like figure out their own unique styles. And it's funny because not too long, um, maybe a couple of months after I downloaded a high and was working with it, I was telling my friend about it and she was like, wait, she's like, I like downloaded this new way of tapping, but I, that but I like, didn't do anything with it. I'm like, look, if they gave you something that's unique, play with it. Like notice how you feel because you know, we don't want to, I mean, think of all the people you can help think of all the people you can help. And I've been like doing it on myself and like, I like the days that I actually, so mine are symbols, but then they're also like poses to put your body into. So like, I downloaded them as symbols and then I was like, wait, like that's my body. Like I can do Oh, I love that. And then, so I started doing them and I, like, I actually do it every night before bed. I do a few of them and I sleep so much better. I have like such clear dreams. I've done one specifically for my digestion and it works like pretty much every time that I actually consistently do it. So yeah. Okay. Now I'm inspired. I'm going to yeah, do it. Gonna you, send them to you. <laughs> yeah. You need to use it. Yeah. Yeah. No, like that's important stuff to get out to the world. Right. Cause you never know who, who can be helped. And I think especially now, like with a lot of the health issues that are popping up, um, the old ways of healing aren't going to work anymore. And I really, you know, we're moving into a world like might not be next year. Right. But we're moving into a world where like energy healing is, I believe is going to be the main way that we heal ourselves. Like, you know, and so, I think it's really important that people explore the things that they're downloading and, um, you know, try it for yourself. And if it's helping you and making a difference and maybe share with other people, because, you know, if we're here to be healers, so use it. So the people, if there's people listening and they're like, I haven't downloaded anything, I want to download a healing modality. Like, and if like, I feel like everyone could be a channel, right? Everyone Mm -hmm. can channel this stuff. They just need to practice it. So where can people start? 
in starting to like channel and starting to connect and, and hopefully kind of, you know, finding their own kind of energy healing. Yeah. Well, okay. What I'll say about that is I don't, I mean, not everybody's going to download their own energy healing. Do you know what I mean? And to be honest, I really believe that because I've seen a lot of this pop up and I've been very conscious of this, of like, as I've shared things and I, I mean, you know, part of being an intuitive is I can spot some bullshit. Right. And so like, I can tell when people are making shit up and this is where you have to watch out for spiritual ego. And I really believe that the people who download this stuff are the people who, I mean, you're, they're not in their ego, right? That's why it's gifted to certain people. And there have been so many times where I have asked like, why me? Right. And that was a big part of my process of like, before I shared it, this, like, why me, why did you give this to me? Cause I felt like why, why am I special? Right. But it's that whole process of realizing like, look, if this is part of my mission, I'm going to serve. And they, a big reason that they've said is like, because you're in humility, because you're responsible, because this isn't something you wanted. And I'll say with a lot of the gifts I have that people always are like, I want to do that. I'm like, these are things that I didn't want. And that's almost like why I was gifted them, you know? Yeah. Okay. I love that you said that. That makes so much sense because that's a new, another reason I haven't like done anything with these. Yeah. I'm like, ugh. Exactly. Thing, like- <laughs> exactly. So funny. Yeah. And I think, again, like, I don't think everyone is meant to be an energy healer, but I think for people that are listening to this podcast, you probably have something that you're meant to share, but you're not going to share it unless you move the ego out of the way. Does that? Oh, Totally. Totally. I think that's, and that's so much of the work and like, people are so busy. They're like, I want to download this and I want to be a psychic. And I'm like, yeah, that's all great. And like, I can teach you, I can teach you tangible steps. I can teach you tangible steps to be an energy, energy healer. Like I have my training now I can teach you how to channel all of that, but you know how you really open all of that up is by doing all of the like personal deep work and getting out of your ego and rewiring your brain and all of that. That's how it all opens up as a natural byproduct. So you know, you can do all of the steps in the world, like all the tangible steps, but if you really want clarity with, with your channel, um, and opening yourself up to what your purpose is, it's all about getting your ego out of the way. And that's why a lot of people feel like they don't, they don't know their purpose. It's just because they don't want to face what they know it is deep down. Totally. And I love that you said that too, because when it comes to like healing ourselves first, like even in my experience, like I, it it wasn't like, I'm going to learn about chakras and then teach it to people and then make all this money. No, it was like, I'm a train wreck. I need to sort my life out. (laughs) I stumbled across this modality, did it on myself for years. And then was like, Oh, I guess like, maybe I should show people how to do this. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. Like so much of my opening, it was just, a byproduct of all of this, like personal development work. I, I was myself and all the coaching, the years of coaching. And the more I just explored myself and released all of my bullshit, I mean, not all of it, right. But a lot of it, <laughs> the more I released more bullshit. Yeah. I just opened up as a byproduct. And I'm, I'm so grateful that different people have different purposes because that's how this, that's how society functions, right? If everybody was supposed to be a channel, then like, how would the rest of the world work? Right. right. Like it's, it's somebody's purpose to, to pick up the garbage, mm-hmm. right? Like we need everybody. We need everybody. Yeah. Um, and I think people are so in, can be so caught up in judgment and comparisonitis with like their purpose and what they do, but it's, it's all in your vibration, right? So like, what are you naturally good at and what brings you happiness? And I think a lot of people spend a long time, uh, trying to make things work that they're not naturally good at, not saying that you can't develop skills, but when you're connected to your purpose, it's natural, it's flow. Mm-hmm. Like the, and that's 5d, right? Everywhere where you're judging what you're being guided toward or what you are naturally good at, or maybe not that inclined to where you're judging it is where you are just choosing to stay in a lower state of consciousness because yeah. you're in that judgment. So I think that's important to recognize totally. as well. Well, and also like, it's the same thing with manifestation. Like it's like, if you want to manifestation manifest something from a state of that thinking that that's going to validate you, then it's not going to work. If you yeah. want to become a healer because you think that's going to validate you, it's not going to work. But if you want to become a healer because you keep getting these, like, you know, these ideas and these messages and like, you're feeling really drawn to it and you're like, connecting with all these healers and like your soul knows that that's meant what that's what's meant to happen. But it's like, we just need to like check ourselves and be like, okay, 
what, like, why do I actually want to do this? Totally. And I think, you know, with channeling it, like it wasn't until, I mean, it wasn't that long ago that I was just like, look, I'm a channel. It was kind of like everybody in my ecosystem or people who worked with me knew that's what I was doing mostly, but it took me probably like a year and a half of just like spending so much time channeling before I was like, okay, this is going to be part of my business. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about channeling because I feel like there's, and I, I could be told, I mean, who knows? There's no like right or wrong way to describe it, but I feel like there's like channeling source energy, which is already within us. There's channeling your higher self. I think anyone can do those two things, mm-hmm. but then when it comes to like channeling other being, I don't know, what do you call them? Like, what do you call them? Like higher, like higher dimensional beings. Higher yeah. Dimensional beings. Um, that's, that's a whole other ball game. Is that accurate? Yeah. I mean, I think like that term can mean so many different things. Um, like it, it, to me, there's a type of channeling that is, you know, I am kick-ass at surfing and I get on a surfboard. I'm just in my flow. Like I'm channeling that. Right. Or I'm a dancer and I turn on some music and I just like channel, the movement, you know, like whenever you're in flow to me, that's channeling or like you're, you're writing something and you're just in that flow. That's all channeling, um, as well. And then I think they're just kind of like different levels of it. Like to me, like if I'm talking to my spirit guides, I'm channeling information. Right. Um, and so I think it's just all in context and, typically when I'm trying to understand what, what that person means by channeling in the moment, I'm just like paying attention to the context. Typically when I'm talking about it, I'm talking about specifically like when I am, you know, tuning into guides, the Akashic records and, and getting information and, or if I'm going into trance channel, which is allowing the, you know, different beings to speak through me. So mm-hmm. I work a lot with ascended masters. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know, I, I work very closely with them. So if I'm getting information from them in any way, that's typically what I'm talking about when I'm talking about channeling, but yeah, there are so many different, different ways uh, to channel all being valid. Okay. Love that. So when did you decide that you wanted to go deeper on the channeling? Was that something that came to you? I mean, I never decided, do you know what I mean? It was like, <laughs> I, I never decided it was, just so many nudges in a natural progression. And it's sort of like trying to stay in a size, you know, extra small shirt when you're now a medium, like it just, it started to feel constricting to stay where I was. And I had to, I had to change. I had to start making more space in my life for it because it was just coming in so naturally. And I have very, very uh, strict boundaries and protection. I am very strict with that. I know not everybody is a big fan of that, but I personally, that's how I work because I, if I'm on, I'm on, if I'm off, I'm off. And that allows me to maintain my energy. But what was happening was, you know, I was avoiding something that was so important for my purpose. And so, I mean, they made it known, right? Like they just started, all this stuff started coming in. So I couldn't be present on calls. I couldn't be present on what I was doing elsewhere, everywhere where I was trying to avoid it. Like, I don't really believe you can outrun your purpose. Um, especially once you've already kind of like gotten the ball rolling in that, with that energy, with that vibration. Um, so it was a kind of thing that I didn't necessarily consciously decide it was more of a process. And yes, I was making decisions along the way, but a lot of those decisions were more from an energy of, I can't not do this because it's popping up so strongly and just such a, a clear part of what I'm doing. And I mean, even with, uh, I think it was about a year ago, with one of the business, one of the rounds of the business coaching program I run, basically all of our calls just turned into psychic development. Like we weren't even talking about business at all, like at all. And it was like, I just was like, how come everybody in this program there, there were 33 of them. How come everybody in this round literally just came here to ask me questions about being into being intuitive, like literally no business. Um, yeah. and the guides are like, because you need to talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. So, you know, I think sometimes the signs are, are a little too strong to ignore. Yes, I hear you. I, and then it's like, Oh, now I have to recreate my program. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. Love, 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 love. Okay. This has been so amazing. Um, we're going to move on to manic moments and manifesting where we talk about our last meltdown and the last thing we manifested. And it's actually hilarious that this was actually what I was going to talk about <laughs> um, <laughs> was that 
I was a lot, not so much that it was the program, but it was like, I was like relaunching this program that I relaunch all the time, launching it in the exact same way. And it was just like not working. Mm. And intuitively I knew that it was because I needed to add in like more of um, just more of the self-expression piece and the connection to source piece. Yeah. And it was like, and it's like, I always have like in my business program, I always have like the tangibles and the strategy. And I feel like people used to really heavily rely on that, even though like deep down, I knew it wasn't needed. It was just there because that's what they thought that they needed. Um, and now I'm like, oh gosh, like, I really think I need to re either. I don't think I need to recreate the program. I definitely need to recreate the communication around it. And mm. I might even remove some of the strategy stuff and add in a little bit more of just like the self-connection stuff. So this clearly was a sign. This conversation <laughs> clearly was a sign. So yeah, it was, it was like a mini meltdown moment last week. And I was like, okay, like what the hell, like, why are, why am I not filling these spots? What is going on? And then I was like, no, I know what's going on. I'm going to take a few days and I'm going to, and I, again, like completely like download it or however we want to describe it, you know, mm-hmm. created this program, um, this other like free program that I'm creating. And then I'm going to like interject that into the current program. And I'm like, this feels exciting. It feels good. And I, again, like I just in business, that's what it's about. It's like, we can't get rigid and do things that the way we've always done them, because like you were mentioning at the beginning, it's like, people aren't the same now. People really are elevated and, you know, they're, you know, people have ascended their consciousness in so many ways over the last few years and their energy and their frequency. And they do need different kind of support and a different kind of healing. So yay. Totally. I love that. Yes. Tell us about your last meltdown and manifestation. Um, my last meltdown, not too long ago, probably like three days ago. Um, well, yeah, I just, I had like such a meltdown. It's like a time issue because I, I just felt like I was wearing too many hats. Like, I'm like, I can't, it's so hard for me to spend so much time in my left brain and like the marketing and the strategy and this and that and logistics and making this, and then also be in my creative. And it felt like just too much all at once because I have so many different legs of my business and like multiple legs of my business. Um, and I was just, I just like threw a fit and I'm like, I just want to channel like five hours every day. Like, I don't want to deal with this bullshit. Yeah. Um, you know, because it feels like, you know, when you're in that creative flow and then you're like, oh, I need to do all of this, like ad mini or like marketing planish, like yeah. left brain stuff. And I'm like, this is such a frequency gap. Like, I don't even want to deal with it. So I totally had a meltdown about that, um, earlier this week, but you know, I have this, and it happens every single time. I would just like, I was like, guys, I need, I need a marketing person, like just drop them in. And, you know, within, within a couple hours, she, she's there. Perfect. Aligned. Like <laughs> that's, that's typically how my hiring is, which yeah. is so, so nice, but it's like, it just goes to show, you know, when you're in alignment, if you need support, it's always there. Like you're always being supported. Um, and that's something I've learned so many times, you know, like with my business at different stages, every quote unquote leap I've made, I'm like, look, if this is going to support me getting there, the money's going to come in the, the employee is going to come in whatever it is, uh, you know, throughout the journey. So yeah, I, I always appreciate that support. So I'll say with hiring, that was, that was it. <laughs> I love that. And like, I totally get it. Like balancing the creativity and the masculine side. It's like, eh, but yeah, <laughs> somebody's got to do it. Oh, and well, we're, I mean, you've been like killing it. So congrats. You're doing Thank you. like so obsessed. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Christina, can you tell us where we can find you? Yeah. And thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. I would love to connect with your audience. Um, you can find me it's Christina, the channel everywhere. So if you go on Instagram, Christina, the channel, my website is Christina, the channel.com. My YouTube is youtube.com slash Christina, the channel. And my podcast is Christina, the channel podcast. So you can find me everywhere at Christina, the channel. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Thank you so much. And everyone, thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you guys next week. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow along with us on Instagram at Shocker Girl Co. And if you loved this episode, please give us a five-star review and write us a little comment. We'd love to hear from you. 